Hi, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Retrospective Library. Got a new artist for you. Really excited to review this artist. Way more excited than I thought I would be because today we're going to be reviewing the discography and works of Lil Nas X. So Lil Nas X is an artist that I kind of wasn't too hot on. He had made Old Town Road the, a couple years back, and I didn't like that one at all. Um, and he seemed a little, a little cheesy, a little mainstream. So um, I didn't listen to Montero for a while. This was actually my first listen to Montero was listening to it for the first time for this retrospective. And I was really surprised by what I found actually. So this is probably going to be a shorter podcast today. We've only got three projects to review. So I will try and fit as much analysis in here as I can, but probably won't have to stick around for too long. So just before we get kicked off, just wanted to say, if you uh, have been with this podcast the whole time, that's great. Really appreciate the support. Um, if you can, just um, if you consider sharing it out, that would really help the podcast out a lot, making sure you have your notifications on for when you get new episodes. And again, really appreciate the support. Thank you for deciding to keep listening. All right, we're going to go ahead and kick it off with Nazarati. Um, this is made in 2018. This is Lil Nas X's... Uh, first first project mixtape not available on streaming services i had to go to datpiff to get it but um this was kind of your standard first artist mixtape um a lot of this the general sound feels more um undeveloped than it does on newer projects and a lot of the songs aren't really as good either uh, right off the bat with Carry On, which is the intro track, it's um, immediately showcasing his ability to create a good beat and a good track, instrumental, all that stuff. That's something that'll stay consistently good throughout Nas's projects, but the lyrics are cheesy in their simplicity and they're not deep at all, and that carries on in In They Feelings, uh, Sonic sonic um really all of them there wasn't really much to say about this project um i'd say if i had a song that i really liked it was a song called donald trump funnily enough or yeah funnily enough um yeah that's it's really weird uh, the whole album the the vibe is it's really weird it's technically good it's lyrically not so good I'd say if there's a song that you should really, really stay away from, Sonic would be one of them. The other one would be Nazarati, which is literally set to the beat of the classic Sonic theme. The um, I, I don't know the specific Sonic game because I stay far away from all things Sonic, but it's really tacky and frankly uh, hard to listen to on the same level as um, it's just it's really bad. But overall, this isn't really an essential listen. I don't think it's the playsetter for anything huge in later Nas works. But if you want something to have on the background and to completely ignore, it's a 38-minute project. I guess it would be worth it to check it out. It's certainly not nearly as good as his newer projects. So next, we've got his extended play called Seven. Um, the Old Town Road remix, which they oddly put first in the track, is really bad. Um, I don't think Old Town Road is a good song. I think if there are two genres that should never be combined, 
It's country and rap. And that's exactly what this is doing. And it's, it's just something that doesn't fit well together because it's it, the, again, tacky lyrics. I think if that's something that Nas really struggles with, if you want to ring it up to just one thing, it's really tacky, almost uh, childish at some points lyrics and Old Town Road definitely has that. The remix is even worse, though, because they bring in Billy Ray Cyrus. And so you're getting double country still made by a rap artist. Again, it's really horrible and doesn't fit well together. But the EP does improve a lot, starting out with Panini. This is definitely um, an example of the sound sounding a lot more refined. Brings in this new cool ad lib that will be used in a lot of Montero, his first studio album and an industry baby um family is uh while a slightly corny song it's a little subtle hint of emotion with the catchy vocals and a solid beat so that's something you can kind of look forward to even though Nas will sometimes stay cheesy it sounds a lot better and the beat is always good so that's definitely something to look forward to um rodeo is also country rap but it has um, a better beat to it. And the Cardi B feature is actually really good. I haven't, um, spent a ton of time with, uh, listening to Cardi B's music, but this kind of made me think that I should, um, the, the ones I didn't really like from this are bring you down and closure. I don't, I think, the way I described it on my notes is that it desperately wants to sound like something that came off of Man on the Moon by Kid Cudi, just coming off of listening to that. That's the vibes I got. I don't think Nas hits that style very well here. Um, and it, I think ultimately Bring You Down and Closure are failures in that way. But it's something, again, a style that will be improved in Montero. So overall, while listening to Seven, I think there's a clear growth with Nas's works, even if a lot of it is still extremely cheesy, extremely cliche. That's that's kind of the ultimate summation. But if there's anything Nas has mastered, I think he has some of the best beats and best instrumentals in the rap game, especially when we're going to get to Montero. Will that be the case? So good. It's 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 a clear upgrade on Nasirati. Um, one really just odd nitpick that I had was on the songs family and closure. There's just random numbers inserted into the title. I haven't actually looked at whether that's a album, whether that's something that was done with a reason or not is just going, Oh, look, this cute thing where I can put a number in instead of a letter is going to look really cool. I don't really care that much, but it's something that just looks a little tacky and something that bothers me. So that's just my nitpick right there. All right. Last, last already. See, we're already seven minutes through. Last is Montero. Now, up to this point, as you can kind of tell, I wasn't really considering myself a fan of Nas's work. And it seemed a little unimportant, really, if I'm being honest. Right here is where it's all going to change. Right off the bat, Montero, Call Me By Your Name, obviously one of Nas's uh, singles coming into this album along with Industry Baby. Catchy, good, good lyrics, great opener, iconic sounding song. This is a professionalism 
within the song and from Nas that I really appreciate. So uh, Call Me By Your Name, Montero, great song right off the bat, and it made me feel excited for the rest of the album. Uh, Dead Right Now is a song that uses kind of the theme of trumpets and bass and is kind of going to be something that is going to continue on to Industry Baby. And I think it's an even better sound than Nas has been playing with in the past. It's been more of a generic rap pop beat. So I'm glad that he transitioned to this. And that will go into Industry Baby. And man, do I really love this song. I Like I said, I was not down on or I did not like Old Town Road at all. I thought it was tacky. I thought the lyrics were lackluster and the genre the overall genre was something that you already were struggling with when you're trying to combine two very opposite genres. But um oh, Industry Baby is so catchy. Nas's wordplay on this track is excellent and it's it a good Jack Harlow feature. I'm not really a fan of Jack Harlow that much. I think he gets a lot of credit for acting like a 10-year-old, but I think that if this is the kind of thing he's going to deliver on this track, you know what? I'll take it, and I'll probably listen to Jack Harlow down the road. Um, After this, the album does kind of get a little more of a cheesy feel to it on That's What I Want and The Art of Realization. And these are more pop songs than they are rap, which is okay because I think Nas is finally starting to learn how to do that style uniquely and how to do it well. I do think the transition between these two songs specifically is really good. Something that Nas has kind of struggled with through his first two albums are transitions. The projects don't feel as continuous as you might like, but that's that problem is definitely going away with Montero. Um, then we're getting to a song called Scoop, which is... Eh, it's it's definitely a turn back to rap, but it feels a little stale. Um there's not much to say about it. I think the second half of this album might be the strongest part of the album, though, even with the success of Montero and the success of Industry Baby, which even though they were excellent songs, I, uh, they don't have a ton of substance to them, especially not Industry Baby. So we're starting with One of Me, which has the same kind of catchy feel that Family does in Seven. As I said, I did like that Family song um and one of me kind of pulls off that same style lost in the citadel is a very similar transition and uh or very similar i didn't mean to say transition excuse me very similar pop style feel to it um which is good in this case again the style is improved in montero a lot um and it is a really good transition actually into Dallas Ein Slime, which is one of the best pure rap songs that I think Nas has ever made. And I seriously underestimated Megan Thee Stallion because her verse on this song is really, really excellent. And I think Nas features in the past have been a little overlooked and sometimes just purely bad. I'm again talking about Billy Ray Silas on the old Osiris on the Old Town Road remix, but up to this point they have been really really excellent. Um Tales of Dominica sounds a little bit like a uh, Ed Sheeran song with um with Nas singing this stuff instead of Sheeran, so I wasn't a, too big a fan of that, but that's okay. One of the stronger points of this album is sun goes down this has a very touching message it's it is just straight up pop 
no no hint of rap to it but that's fine because this is really Nas talking about loneliness and self-worth in the midst of success this is something that will be heavily hinted at through all of his albums of kind of him trying to deal with himself as a person and with his identity of course um if you know Lil Nas X has come out as gay which I think does play an influence on his work. And he has come out as saying that it has in, influenced his work a lot. Um, that's that's kind of what I think of Sun Goes Down. I think Nas has also developed vocally a lot more than he has on his last two projects. The singing hasn't been bad on his last two projects by any means, but he's smarter with how he uses the singing especially in Sun Goes Down. So I think if there's an underrated track that you should maybe listen to, then this is this would be the one to listen to. Void is a similar listen to Sun Goes Down. It's not quite as prolific. Um, and the high vocals in the middle kind of distract from the, the song itself. But, I mean, it's still a good song. Don't Want It sounds like an obnoxious version of Industry Baby, and it's a Mockingbird knockoff. Of course, Mockingbird's Eminem from Encore in 2004, one of, I think, the more famous Eminem songs. Uh, this is the only song I would say that I, I didn't really enjoy. Uh, maybe not the only one. Life After Salem is also another one that I didn't particularly love, but Don't Want It, I, I that's exactly what it is. I don't want it. But the album might have the one of the best outros I've ever heard with Am I Dreaming. I've had this one on repeat a lot for the past few days, and this is the most mature sound I've ever heard from Nas. A lot of this stuff you could probably put on a, uh, like while you're on a beach, put on with a bunch of like 10 year olds, of course, not the explicit songs, but you could, you could put the other songs on with a bunch of 10 year olds and they'd probably appreciate it while they're going to the beach or while they're at the beach. But this is a song that you really want to pay attention to. Let the lyrics sink in. Uh, we're continuing with the great features with Miley Cyrus, uh, who really adds to the aesthetic of this song. I've not really been a Miley Cyrus fan in the past, just because I, I, kind of get distracted with how her voice sounds something about it just kind of bothers me that's just me though um but i do think that this is a really really good song and frankly a song that propels montero into one of my favorite albums of all time of course in the um in the cover art for this, not art, but in the cover graphic for this podcast, you can kind of see the the albums that I've got on that higher level. And I think I'm going to have to switch one of those albums out with Montero. This is definitely one of my favorite albums of all time. It's a true first studio album that kicks off a really a developed style after the first two projects. Um, and yeah, that's really all I have to say about it. I do wish it was a little longer. It, f it felt, it was 40 minutes, 41 minutes in length. It felt more like it was 30. Um, Nas doesn't really make long projects at all. I think Nasarati was 28 minutes and seven, I think was just 18, which is okay. Cause that one was an extended play and one was a mixtape, but for a studio album, I would like a little bit longer of a project. But this is a really brilliant album by Lil Nas X, one that I think 
promotes him from kind of just a okay artist to a good one or maybe even a great one. I hesitate to use the word great because I would prefer a little more discography to go over before I start throwing around that term. But this is a very, very good start. And that's really all I have. Um, one thing I did want to mention at the end of this is that if one of these artists that I review ever releases new content, what we're, I'm considering two options for how I want to review those projects. One is I just make an emergency pod, do um, something like a five or 10 minute review of the album. Um, or I would just kind of add it on to the end of a retrospective I was already doing, and I'll put it in the title if I do that. If y'all want either of those options, just give me some feedback. I'm, I'm totally fine with doing either of them. It's really up to what y'all want. Thank you so much for listening. Again, make sure to press that bell, get notified of whenever new episodes come out. Make sure to follow. Um, and yeah, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening and see you later.